So you said you're from Cookville, Tennessee? I'm originally from Chipley, Florida. Um, it's about 45 minutes north of Panama City. Uh, but I know I sound Southern. Everybody always says that, so I'm fine with it. But <laughs> but uh, when you think Florida, most people think it's more like, you know, kind of like a Northern vibe. But uh, where I'm from, it's uh, definitely South. So what brought you to Tennessee? Um, so just a bunch of different things, but I had a job offer up here. And, uh, so I took it and I've always wanted to live in Tennessee. Like, I guess when you grow up around the beach, it's like, eh, you know, it's okay. But the mountains have always called my name for sure. Is it one of those things like where when you live in a place, it's not like everybody that doesn't live there thinks it is? <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly like that. Because I always think like California, everybody thinks California is like the most amazing place. But there are people that live in California, like L.A., for example, that want to get out of L.A., even prior to mm -hmm. all the stuff that's going on now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like a yes. lot of people are leaving like California and all that stuff and all those Western states. And like they're moving to like Nashville or Knox, not maybe not so much Knoxville, but they're definitely moving to Knoxville. I mean, Nashville and mm -hmm. um uh, Mount Juliet and all those areas around Nashville are just getting flooded. And I mean, oh, there's yeah. no traffic. I mean, they got so much traffic now. Like it's bad. Oh, I'm telling you. And that's like the, the glorious part of being like in Cookville where I'm at is like, it's in between. So like, I mean, at the most, it takes me 45 minutes to get to Nashville. Um, so if I want to be in the city life, I can, but where we are, it's like, people are coming here too. It's like, they're buying up property like crazy from, like y'all said, from, California they're wanting to come this way just because it's I mean it's gorgeous yeah I don't know if I could live in Nashville I, I could maybe live like in a suburb of Nashville like Murfreesboro or maybe or whatever oh, considered yeah. a suburb but like not it's just too busy like I love I have fun every time we go there mm -hmm. but it's just so expensive and it's just way too busy like there's so much like the city people that i don't know what they're called maybe engineers the word but like they're trying to figure out a way to like make the city bigger if that makes sense yeah. like more more roads and more highway and stuff yeah for sure um we're seeing a lot of that here too and it's like how do you widen the roads when you've already established all the businesses i mean you're gonna have to shut things down and and then at that point it's like okay then what's the point of me living here if you're going to shut everything down and widen the roads? Yeah, it's like, you know, when this, like, they've, they've done this in Memphis before, like, where they'll go to the homeowner or, like, a business owner or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Hey, we're actually going to extend the road this much. This is what we're going to willing to offer you for that much, that little piece of land, or we're just going to do it anyway kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. like, there's some kind of city ordinance that the city has power over some, like, that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of that, too, in the south, uh, farther south uh, in Florida. It's just, I don't know. And they, they offer up the thing of saying, okay, you know, we're going to take this much away, whether you're okay with it or not. And you can choose to live here or you can choose to just let us have it and do what we want to do with it. Which is so, crazy. Yeah, which is so messed up because, like, it's it's technically supposed to be only yours, right? Yeah. And then they're telling you it's not yours. It's ours. <laughs> But you can stay here if you want. Yeah, well, then I need you to pay some bills if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, man, that's... So are you enjoying living there? 
Oh yeah, I love it. I, I love it. I've lived here for. Uh, I moved here in 2020, and it was the best decision. Um, and I've enjoyed every bit of it for sure. Is it cheaper to live like where you were living before? Is it cheaper to live in here in, in Cookville? Uh, so before I moved here, I lived in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, okay. And so it's way cheaper <laughs> than it was in Louisville. Uh, but from where I'm originally from, it's honestly, they're getting the same amount to live in both places, which is crazy because uh, where I'm from, I mean, a house that would run you 200 something thousand here usually used to would run you like 130 there. And now they're about neck and neck. It's just insane. It's crazy how we live on the mm-hmm. same plot of land, but everything costs different everywhere. I know it's insane. Like I can kind of understand like Hawaii, for example, because you have to ship stuff out. But like oh, in yeah. central, the you know the continental U.S., I don't understand like why it's such a price disparity everywhere. But it's one of those things get- too. Like if people are going to pay it, they're going to charge it. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe that's how it started, Tony. Like maybe like because like they hey we can build this over in this area of Memphis and charge more and see people come to it and then. Well, I'm talking about like more like people in the West Coast pay more than somebody say in like Omaha, oh. Nebraska, uh, compared to somebody that lives like in Miami plays a lot more to somebody that lives in Texas, you know, or even New York, for example. Like it's insane what people are paying for prices of, of land or homes in New York. I saw that like they're having like shoe boxes basically uh, yeah. that they're living in. Like I saw one time this guy had a it was essentially like it was a uh, it looked like a uh, hotel room. But it was his house, mm-hmm. you know, like the mm-hmm. bathroom and the kitchen were all like in the same room pretty much. But they're paying like two thousand dollars a month for it. Oh, yeah. I saw it. It's insane. Yeah, I saw that New York had the highest rent increase year from, from last year to this year in the history of New York or whatever. But it seems like it's always really expensive there. Mm-hmm. So how's your uh, weekend? Sure. how's your weekend going? Uh, it's been great. Um, just kind of one day in and it's going to be a long weekend, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> try to always try to like, you know, soak it in, especially when we have three days off. I'm like, okay, we're going to chill out, we'll go to the gym, get a workout in, watch some football, and then call it a day. <laughs> have you uh, watched anything good on TV lately? Uh, lately? Um, not really. Just because um, I get so busy, like with just different stuff going on, but I will watch like a TLC show or something like that. Like I'll pull up the app and watch it later. But all the stuff I want to watch always puts out all the episodes, and then I watch all of it, and then I'm mad because I'm done with it. So, so what's your uh, guilty pleasure on that? I mean, uh, TLC. TLC. It really it just depends, but like. Thousand Pound Sisters is like one of my favorite, honestly. Uh, just for the drama, uh, Plathville is another one that I like. It's just anything that's like that. I'm like, okay, I can watch this. And then sometimes I'll be like, okay, well, I'm over the drama. I'll watch Stranger Things or something like that and be done with it. <laughs> so, did both the sisters equal weight equals a thousand pounds? It did originally when they oh. first started it. Um, and then one of them lost the weight. And she actually got bypass. 
And then the other one, she tried, she lost some, she gained some, and it was, it's, it, it, now it's a big drama thing. Now they have the whole entire family involved. And so it just kind of evolved from just them to everybody. So I've never seen a show, but I think I know what you're talking about, but do they mm -hmm. go into depth, like their story, like how they got to where they're at today? Yes, they do. So what is um, some of their, like, you can give us the cliff notes of their background if you could. Uh, they grew up super, super like poor. And I think their grandma raised them basically their mom was around, but not much. And she, you know, just kind of fed them what she had and everything like that. And so their whole thing was poverty. Um, and then I can't remember, they, they got big on YouTube, like starting out. And I think that's where TLC picked them up. Um, just because they used to just do different kind of challenges and stuff like that to do with food. And they're like, well, we really want to uh, get healthy and lose weight instead of being who we are and all this stuff. Well, then uh, they got in touch with the doctor and did all that stuff like that. But they really started out just poverty was their main issue to begin with. It started them out on their path. And did the other sister get the bypass or just one got the bypass surgery? Uh, just one. That's what the whole, that's the whole drama factor in that. It's because the one got it and they were all encouraging the other one. She's like, I'm going to just do, y'all probably heard like a, a sound bite from them. And it's the, I pay my bills. My bills are paid. That was like a big thing not too long ago. Wow. <laughs> so has she lost a, a considerable amount of weight since she did the surgery? Oh, or is yeah, it just kind did. of a new season? So you don't know yet. Well, so she, there's like, I think there's maybe two, two or three seasons. I can't remember. But the first one was both of them really going in hard. And then she ended up getting the surgery. And then uh, she lost a considerable amount. And then they were trying to encourage the other one to do better. And there's just a whole bunch of different stuff. Like uh, one of them really wanted a family. And so that's the one that ended up having the surgery. And they told her, don't do it so soon. And. And she got pregnant sooner than she thought. And there was just a whole bunch of back and forth between it, for sure. I wonder if the show runners are like, hey, you stay big. Let your sister get the surgery. Oh, yeah. For ratings and money, you know, like, I don't know. I always think of stuff like that. But maybe it was somebody <laughs> else making the decision for her. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's definitely a possibility for sure. I've seen that, too, with other I've seen other shows that are like because I I always have watched those shows. I just they interest me just to hear somebody's story or just to, you know, see success just for that little bit of motivation that you can get from that. Uh, but I've seen other people say that some of the episodes that they make, they're actually they'll brand it as a family. And these people have never met before. Oh, wow. Yeah, like stuff like that. So it's really, really, you know, construed to whatever they want to make it. It's insane. Well, I know uh, one time, like, uh, I knew a girl that was on Jerry Springer. This is like years mm -hmm. ago. And she filled in for somebody else. So she played the role of the person that couldn't fill in or couldn't <laughs> do the part. And then we had a guy, there's a DJ, his name is DJ Wicked, the instigator. Um, mm -hmm. He was on Jerry Springer because of the same thing, too. He filled in for somebody else also. So I guess you can. I mean, it is entertainment, but like that's kind of fucked up when you think of reality TV. You think it's going to be oh, real. Oh, for sure. But then you're watching something that's fabricated. 
Do you guys remember the show uh, Joe Millionaire or something like that? It was like the first reality yeah. TV show. Yeah. Well, like the whole thing was like, remember he was actually poor and he wasn't like a millionaire and stuff. Mm-hmm. They yeah. recreated that show. Oh, did they really? Yeah, just a new season just came out. I didn't watch it, but I did see something about that. And they tricking the the contestants again. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, everything is like always recycled. I saw something the other day. It's like, why don't we remake um, Groundhog Day and just replay Groundhog Day and not remake it? <laughs> That's so true. You yeah. right though. Everything is everything is just becoming like. Somebody said this in our group one time. We were just hanging out. They said, "There's no more new ideas." Was it you, Tony? I don't know. Like, I don't know who said that. But like, it was just like it made so much sense because like, there's really every time you look at something, it's a remake of something, or someone's already done it. You know, like uh, I've always heard that in creative world too. That because it, it it is so hard when you're trying to create something just for even uh, influencer or any kind of thing when you're trying to recreate something you know you always think of the factor that you can't they say you can't reinvent the wheel mm-hmm. so basically it's okay that you take your ideas from other things obviously don't literally take it and make it and act like it's yours but make it into something that you you know you own make it better make it you know a different vibe and yeah. uh that's crazy yeah, I think that there's a whole thing like there's a lot of parallel thinking. So you can think something and think it's your idea, but mm-hmm. some of you may have that same idea from somewhere else. It makes mm-hmm. me wonder where do ideas actually come from? Like, <laughs> like who's sending this stuff down to us? Or like, um, <laughs> you know, like it's it's crazy how our brains work and we don't know Dude. anything about them truly. Mm-hmm. But I know there's an, also there's that quote from um, Steve Jobs about uh it's about stealing ideas from people. Let me see if I can find it. But yeah, it's just, you know, we're all kind of on the same wavelength. Uh, when it comes to like thinking and stuff? Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I guarantee you're something that you probably thought where you're like, that was my, somebody stole my idea. Like comedians, for example. Mm. Like a lot of times they'll be like, um, oh, that was my bit. And then there's like, you know, some people just think on the same thing. And then some people do steal, like that whole Carlos Mencia thing oh, back in the day. But um, you remember when um, that store was built over there on the corner of Tillman and Paul Tony? And I was like, man, I had that idea. Somebody else had the same idea. But they actually put it into action. That's yeah. the difference. Because it's just like even like uh, the uh, Facebook thing. Like everybody's like uh, Mark Zuckerberg stole that idea from the Winklevoss twins. But would they have done what Mark Zuckerberg's done with Facebook? Because more than likely, their idea would have probably ended at Harvard. Oh, yeah. was that, they, they carried it hot or not, right? Or no, was it? they had a. Uh, it was a. Uh, I can't remember the original name of it, but it was just a social network. Like it was basically like you're friends with people on campus only. Oh, okay. And then that's when they came up with. Uh, the face smash thing where they were basically judged. That's what kills me about Facebook and Instagram now. Like they're really big on demonizing people for showing their bodies off, but that's mm-hmm. how it started. Yeah. You know, it's like, cause I hear a lot of influencers are getting their accounts just taken away without any warning. And some people mm-hmm. that's their, that's their livelihood. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine amassing millions of people. And then somebody in some room is like, not, 
I'm going to delete you, and then you lose all your sources of income. Well, this one yeah. girl I follow, she she had like 200,000 followers, like just, you know, doing it herself and stuff like that, growing it. And now she has like, I was like, hey, what happened to your page? Because, yeah, you know, I had to add her again and stuff. And I was like, she's like, oh, it got deleted at 205,000. I'm like, that's a lot of people that just got mm-hmm. wiped, you know. And I don't know how kind of money people make that post when they have a lot of followers and stuff, but like, do you have to restart? Do you get to keep your little deals you have with, like, say, Bang Energy and stuff like that or whatever I mean, it is? if you don't have a platform to have those millions of people, they're probably not going to want to yeah. pay you to share it to, like, 10 people. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No shit. Damn. Think about that. The Steve Jobs quote is, uh, good artist copy, great artist steal. <laughs> so, what is it again? <laughs> it's uh, great, uh, good artist copy, great artist steal. Hmm. Like I said, I mean, it just depends on, I guess, what place you're coming from. And then, like, if you're trying to, man, like, truly copy something and not innovate at all, that's kind of messed mm-hmm. up. But if you see yeah, somebody's sure. idea and then you can improve on it, you know, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, look at all these seltzer drinks. There was White Claw, then there was all these other ones after it. I mean, so, I mean, somebody yeah. sees something and they just run, they, just, they take the baton and they go a little bit further with it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The so, old- do what? The OG was um, Zima. Y'all, you guys remember that? Yeah. Zima. I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Maybe it wasn't down like where you live, but like it was made here. It was made in Memphis and it's distributed all over. And the thing was like, it wasn't like a beer. It was like carbonated alcohol. Like it was like, this was such a long time ago. And then White Claw came out and at first nobody drank it. I mean, mm-hmm. they were throwing millions and millions of cases away because it was expiring. And um, Mark Anthony Brands refused to give up on it. And I forget the guy's name, the comedian. Trevor Wallace. He made that video. And the next thing you know, <laughs> they were selling thousands and thousands and thousands of cases a day. They need to give him a cut of their sales. I mean, you would think. They better they, have. I mean, they need to do something for that guy. But like. It was insane because they almost pulled the plug on it because they were losing so much money on it. What would have happened if White Claw truly and all that shit never was? We wouldn't have this story right now. That is true. (laughs) So how did you get started on your journey? So uh, I've I've always been overweight uh, my whole entire life. Um, It's always been a struggle. Um. And so I've gone through the phases of like going hard in the beginning and losing and then gaining it all back and just kind of like the vicious cycle, you know. Um, And it was a New Year's resolution in 2019. And so people hate on New Year's resolutions, but that's the reason why I'm here now Um, was because I was like, I'm done, you know, doing this. I'm done with the back and forth. And life had gotten to the point like so I was I was still active at 374 pounds but I was limited at like I was pushing through the pain obviously you can't stop living I guess you can but it would you know that's going to mean death um but it was hard like I it was hard for me to tie my shoes uh my seat belt buckling my seat belt was awful um and stuff like that and so I was like, okay, so always the beginning of the year is the easiest time. This time, I'm not giving up. 
And that's why we're here. Yeah, like we had a guy on here, and I never took this in consideration before, but his name is Gourmet Ghost Keto. Mm -hmm. And he talked about like how he outgrew his car and like how he had to start engineering things to take showers like or to even like clean himself like uh, like to be hygienic Mm -hmm. and like you just think like okay man you outgrow your clothes you know you gotta be a bigger size you know but like to outgrow outgrow your vehicle and and like have to walk through doors a certain way and that's gonna take a real emotional toll on somebody yeah it really it really does and it's stuff that you know one side of the spectrum says well that's that's everybody being fat phobic, you know what they say. Um, but in reality, it's just what life is. And so, yeah, you're you're engineering stuff to try to make your life easier. And then at that point, you get like you're like, why am I doing this? Why why should I have to do this? You know, and it's it does it takes a real emotional toll for sure. So what was your like aha moment though? I know you said it was a new year's Eve resolution, but what was it that Mm -hmm. got you to that point? Uh, Really? Honestly, it was just not being able to live my life. Um, it, there was no, I don't really have an aha per se moment other than stuff leading up to that point, other than the typical things that were hard for me to do. Um, and, like even with walking, walking to my feet hurt so bad. Um, you know, stuff like that. It, I remember going on Black Friday shopping with my family and having to sit because my feet hurt so bad. And I was like, what the heck? They're like, there's something wrong. You know, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> it was all of that that kind of built up the emotional side of it. I was like, okay, it's time for a change. Here we are. So what was like some of the steps you took to get in shape? So I had always, like I said, I grew up overweight always. So basically I've always been in a quote unquote fat loss phase, but, uh, sorry, my throat. Um, I really took it small. I went, I went super small. So I found what kind of calorie deficit do I need to be in to not, go in and really drop my calories so low that I am not going to progress any if I continue with that, you know, stuff like that. And so I took that, found my calorie deficit, took that, went and walked every single day, at least five days a week. And I started out from like 6,000 to 8,000 steps uh, just to really get the grasp of walking and not setting a goal. I always, I'm the, always the person that I want to hit my goal and I want to crush it. And so I knew if I said, I'm going to go for 10,000 steps a day back then, I would have never made it. Um, and so I was like, okay, we're going to start small with that. Um, and really just kind of getting active, taking those small steps to get to where I wanted to be. Yeah. I think like baby steps or like micro wins are always better than something macro. Because, like, if you're, like, say, you like, clean a room, like, if you're a hoarder and you're going to try to tackle mm-hmm. that in one day, it's going to be overwhelming. It didn't take you overnight mm-hmm. to get that way. So why do you think it's going to take mm-hmm. overnight to lose it? 
Yeah. And I think a lot of people end up quitting that way because they get discouraged by a number or they didn't hit a mile marker that they thought they were going to hit. And I think that's why a lot of times like those non-scale victories are huge too for people. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you remember one of your first uh, non-scale victories? Uh, one of my first non-scale victories. Um, so I would take pictures. I was a like I. That's been one of my things, and I always tell people like people are like, oh well, I'm not a picture taker. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I get that. But how about let's just hold them for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I remember like seeing the changes in the pictures, even when like before people started saying stuff to me, like seeing those little wins and seeing like the belt loop go down and stuff like that. And it was like, okay, you know, we're, we're making these moves and we're doing it this time. We're not turning back. There's no reason to turn back. Do you still have your original belt from when you were? I do. (laughs) I do. Do you Uh, still wear it? I've kept. No, Uh -uh. that thing's falling apart now. (laughs) <laughs> why did you ask her that question i was just curious no 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 why did you ask her the question <clears throat> which what was the question you just asked the question oh, oh 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 um i still have mine and i still use it i just keep on adding holes to it now don't you oh, think yeah. that's a problem like the the belt is like deteriorated no it's really not do you have it on right now yeah like that's a problem man like, like why are you holding on like it's it could be a badge of honor but no, like, I understand. don't don't wear it. Like if you're trying to put a good foot forward and put image of yourself out there, like why would you want to have something like and you can obviously afford to buy a new belt. Like if you couldn't afford to buy a new belt, I could get that. But to just wear it, that's just lazy to me. I don't know. That's me personally. Yeah, I think that's just your opinion. I mean, but she's not wearing her belt. <laughs> that's that's two. Two I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like your ratty underwear the other day that I had to throw away. They they fucking got caught in the washing machine. Truth bro. hour. Truth hour. No, I don't care. Whatever hour. Carly, Carly, do you wear holy underwear? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't. You, okay, you know people that do. Hang on, stop, stop your. It's my podcast. I can do whatever stop your I want. Uh, uh, she says she knows people that does. <laughs> That's not a good sign, though, man. I'm telling okay, you, like, okay, Carly, I don't know, like, yeah. your dating history or anything. Like, say you go on a date with somebody, mm-hmm. and they have holy underwear. Are you gonna like look at them a little bit different? Um, I mean, you can I'm be honest. To have an answer, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have quite. I'm gonna have several questions about the, the what's happening. Um, I'm just, I'll just say that I'll have questions. Yeah, I mean, like, if I saw some, like, some, like, say I went out with some woman and she had holes in her underwear, I'm going to question her her choices in life. Like, you're going to put holy underwear on. What else are you going to slack on in life? Like, if we have kids, you're going to leave our kid out in the rain? You know, so I'm like, I start wondering, like, I don't know, maybe I'm too particular about stuff, but I just think that if I can afford to buy something new, I'm not going to keep rocking around with something I can pay, like, six bucks for. I understand that, but the picture you sent me, they were completely torn. You can't even wear them. But the point was, they were torn. Prior <laughs> no, to they that. weren't. They got stuck in the washing machine I thing. Have, I have another picture where they were holy, and you took those on our trip, probably. Uh, no, those well, they are... were prior to our trip. No, I didn't take. I don't. Th- I didn't take whitey tidies. But uh, <laughs> my point is, you had holy underwear that you washed twice. Nah, 
I don't remember. I mean, I love your selective memory when it comes to this kind of stuff. What? <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I just think that like if you're gonna, okay, like did, when you first lost weight, did you try to, or were you still wearing like baggier clothes? Um, so for a while I did because I knew I was going to continue to lose weight. So like, that was just me pacing. Like I would buy new stuff here and there, but it wasn't ever anything big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so with the belt situation, I kept my belt probably up. At, okay. So I, I used to be that way about stuff, but only because I was like, okay, so I'm going to decide what I'm going to spend money on at that point in my life. Yeah. Now I'll just buy whatever and call it a day. But back then I was like, okay, so I'm going to, this belt's not falling apart yet. It is big. But when it started falling apart, I was like, okay, I'm done. You know, I'm going to go buy me a new one. It's but, not, um, Oh, sorry. Did you cut no, holes? Did you cut holes into your belt? No. Cause I, I'm just not that I'm not going to do that. That's too much effort. I'm let me ask. Let me ask her all the same question. Did you cut holes in your belt? <laughs> or are you going to plead the fifth, Donald Trump? We don't put cut holes. We drill. We use a knife. <laughs> <laughs> we take a knife and we dig, oh, dig a knife. Oh God, man! I'm, I'm probably, just saying, just go buy a new. No, but this belt. is not my original belt from like ten years ago. Like or in or damn, twelve years ago. Like so, more. you once bought a new belt. Right. Which is this one right now? So why don't you buy another new one? I think somebody twelve years. You had that <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't had this. I haven't had this freaking belt for twelve years. I will send okay, you a picture of the belt, and it's in perfect condition. Like, just show it right now. Put turn the camera on. Okay. Pull the uh, take your belt off, and I'll I'll show her on. I'll turn the camera on. And now he's embarrassed. But like, this is what you put out to the world, my friend. I'm not embarrassed about it. It's, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with my belt. Listen, I'm just a firm believer in you do you. See, look. So if you want to do that, all, I'm all about it. What's you wrong with the belt? With Let's <laughs> see it. Here. My bad. Oh, God. I mean, God damn, man. Here, hold it up to the screen. My mama said, my mama said, don't waste money. <laughs> But you I waste money. My mo- belt look just like that. You waste money on so much other things, man. See? Can you see it? I see. It. All right, but 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 like, there's nothing wrong with it. And it's too. What size is that belt? It's like a fifty something, bro. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. Hang on. I mean, you were like a thirty six when you were losing all your weight. It's a genuine. Oh, okay, there's numbers on here. Hang on. It is. Right. What size is the belt? And get into the mic. Um, it is. Tell the truth. I was too faded. Oh, okay. You see, he doesn't like to tell the truth. No, it, it's a, it's a 42. And you're a 36. 34. Oh, okay. That's even worse. Oh. Man. I've added how many? I've added. Uh, Carly, do you see where I'm coming from now? Uh, I, I, I understand. <laughs> so I think <laughs> you would say this was the last original hole, right? Whatever the manufacturer hole is, yes. That's, I'm thinking that one right there, right? I don't oh, know. It's not my belt. So you got one, two. Three, I mean, how many four, fucking five, knife marks are in there? Six, seven, eight, nine. How many co- holes have you cut? In <laughs> nine. I think this is one. You've two. cut nine holes in there? Hang on, hang on. 
I think this is one. Two. Okay, I think I just my opinion. When you get to ten, I think we should just have a have a thought <laughs> process of like maybe we should I'm, do something. I'm different. at nine, but right okay, now so, I'm actually on belt loop. Added belt loop one. So I've been on one, two, three, four, five, six. So I'm at six currently. Okay. But yeah. out of the nine, you're on six that you've added. No, there's ten. No, no, no. What did you add? That's the question. Oh, nine. So you're six out of the nine. No, five. Five out of nine. So right yeah. here. You know, like in, uh, I think it was Game of Thrones, right. there was like a scene where they, they put like this person on this raft that had died, and then the person takes an arch, and they set him on fire. <laughs> so you want to do this as a belt? What you could do with that piece of shit belt, man? Isn't this the belt that you're going to rip apart? Yeah, I'm going to tear <laughs> that belt apart. <laughs> I mean, I just think, like, I don't know, I'm big on, like, you should just try to look your best. No, no, you're absolutely right. But I remember uh, when we went to Miami, I bought a new belt, though, remember? So, but why would you go backwards with that belt? What is the emotional attachment I, I want to keep belt? it new. I wait, it's new. This is 100% genuine leather. When you talk, do you sound, listen to how dumb you sound? No. <laughs> that makes <laughs> no fucking sense, man. What are you talking about? Like, I want to keep the belt new, so I'm going to wear something old. Yeah, that's my going out belt. Like it's like I'm gonna buy a new car, but I'm gonna still walk because I don't want to ruin my car. It's a little different. No, it's not. <laughs> How's it any different? You bought a vehicle to use it. You bought the belt to use it. Like your holy underwear that you. Have. Oh fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So like, as far as like the, I'm sorry, we got derailed on the whole belt thing, but as far as like the whole like mental side of things like what was the switch for that did you have to do any work like therapy or anything um i probably should have honestly uh but really i didn't i just kind of like steadily worked through everything and um I, one thing about me is like i've always been a pretty confident person mm -hmm. so like even at 374 pounds like i knew like i know i'm 374 pounds like, but that's me. That's on me. They ain't going to do it. You know, like that's always been like my way of being. And so like, I kind of mentally and emotionally, I just kind of grew with, with my progress, I guess you could say. So what has your like community been like? Like, do you have like a solid group of people you can rely on and go to? Like if you start struggling or like, especially in the oh, very yeah. beginning? Oh yeah. Uh, my friends and my family have, have been a really good, strong background. Like one thing I'll have people comment and they'll say, Hey, you know, you're an encouragement for everybody else, but you know, do you have that in your personal life? Do you have somebody who encourages you or do you have people who are behind you? And I'm like, Oh, a thousand percent. Uh, my family's always been super supportive. Um, and it's, it's made things easier too. Because, you know, having that to fall back on when you are struggling and having, you know, a no judgment zone really helps. And so, like, as far as, like, the community online, how has the weight loss community online been? Um, for the most part, positive. Um, really, like, one thing people have always, like, they'll, they'll ask about your journey and they'll ask, okay, well, how'd you do it? And, um, then, you know, you'll have the people, Oh, did you do it naturally? You know, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I'm like, 
I'm a I'm a firm believer in like I said about the belt, you do you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm gonna do me and you can do you. That's what I always say. So when people have an opinion, they're like, Well, I think that, you know, you should do this. I'm like, Okay, you know, that's fine. You know, whatever you whatever you think, but I'm gonna do me. So that may not work for me. And what I do may not work for somebody else. And so People have several opinions, but predominantly people are super supportive in in the weight loss community. Besides trolls, obviously. But I had no idea. Besides who? Oh, sorry. It, trolls. Oh, trolls. I just said trolls. trolls. <laughs> I was like, who's trolls? But you know, like even people that get the bypass surgery and stuff like that, they still have to do a lot of work to maintain. Oh, do you know? Yeah. It's, it's just not boom. You now you're skinny. Like, yeah, it's a lot of work either way. And, mm-hmm. you know, when they do the surgery, they cut, they make your stomach smaller, right? Or some, I, I'm not mm-hmm. really sure. I forget how, what um, Merv told There's us. There's different kinds, but that's one of them, yeah. Yeah, like, sure. so, like, he got the one where they make your stomach smaller surgery. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, he his eyes are bigger than his stomach now because he can't eat as near as much, right? So, he'll, like, mm-hmm. he'll make a meal and, then you know, he's, he keeps kids and, like, he'll eat a little bit. But, like... He just said, man, it's the best decision he's ever made because I guess he's tried. He did say he tried before. It just wasn't working, you know, and Mm -hmm. if this is an option, why not fucking use it? Yeah. I mean, that's what I always say, too, is like uh, it's just a tool. Like that's when people ask about like just because my way was what they say natural, you know, everything that I've used is a tool and like people really harp on the fact of things like that, but it it really, you're right. It doesn't matter. It still takes work. You, you still have to put in work to get what you want out of it. I saw a guy make a post one day and I guess he had done the, was it VSG? I think is the, the yeah. surgery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And somebody's like, Oh, you cheated. And he's like, yeah, I did. I cheated death. He's yeah. like, he's like, you know, I did what I needed to do to help me live longer. Like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You think that like I took a shortcut, in life to get to where I need to be to survive. But it's, I mean, we're all doing our, this journey on life of life on our own, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to do what's best for you. And there's always going to be somebody that has a comment. And it's like, you said, That's like, sure. you know, basically like, fuck them, you know, like they can believe <laughs> and say whatever they want, but they're not going to have to live the, your life. You have to live. Yeah, your life. Exactly. So, Raul, exactly. you can continue wearing your belt. I apologize. <laughs> you know, you, like, like Carly said, you do you. Thanks, Boo. What is VSG? I don't know what it stands for. Uh, I guess we can Google. I mean, we have Google on our phones. I forgot. I, uh, I forgot. So, yeah, he just used that as a tool. Because he's, I mean. Vertical sleeve. Uh, I was about to say sleeves in there somewhere. Yeah, vertical sleeve. But, like. You know, he. I see. I have a friend on uh, on Instagram that he's after his name has that VSG on there. You know, yeah. And I had no idea what it was, but he's still he's still in the gym every. He's still in the gym every single day. Oh yeah. You know, putting that work in, toning up, whatever he needs to do. There's no easy way out. <laughs> there, there isn't. I mean, because everything requires work. But that's that's just it, though. Is that with life? You know, we've all had something that's made us who we are and that's different for everybody so to me that rolls over just in anything else in your life just with weight loss just with fitness whatever it is you know something's going to work for you and that's great do it i'm all for it 
So what made you decide to uh, put your life online? Um, so I remember in the years in the past looking up and trying to find, you know, motivation and trying to be, you know, to, to really look and see, I need somebody to help pump me up to be where I want to be too. And, um, I was like, okay, so if I can do it, if me from Podunkville, USA, like from nowhere can do this, then I want to encourage other people to be able to do this. And, you know, and I, like I said, I've always been a confident person. So going into that, I knew that the trolls would come. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, like, please say whatever you have to say, because I'm telling you, I've heard worse in real life. So come on, you know, like that's how I always feel. Um, But I knew that if I could, could be that help to just one person that mattered to me to just encourage that. And, um, and because of the factor of just, I don't really care, you know, that people have different opinions and just like that, like of somebody having a different way of thinking, okay, that's fine. I I will gladly hear you out, but that's not going to change how I feel about how the situation goes, you know? Um, and so it was really like an ultimate decision years ago when I would gain and lose weight. I was like, okay, so one day, I'm going to come up and because everybody has all these great names, you know, the gourmet ghost keto, stuff like that. They have all these great names. And I was like, okay, so what can I be? Who can I be? I've got, I've got I'm going to keep my name because it's Carly C A R L E E. And I'm like, okay, so Carly, Carly, uh, what, what is it? Carly gets gnarly hmm. with two E's. And so that's when I was like, okay, let's go. We're going to do it. And so, uh, I'll have people comment on stuff every now and then and be like, oh, that's, that's a great name. And I'm like, well, I appreciate it. I thought of it years ago. <laughs> that is a good name. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it was like a, basically a thing of to be that motivation for just that one person that could understand my story and relate to it. Now, do you think it's one of those things, like you said, the trolls or whatever, um, there's obviously going to be people in our lives sometimes that are trolls, but people that we don't know that are going to troll us. Like, what is going on in their life that they have to take time out of their day to try to make somebody feel bad? <laughs> I wish I knew. Yeah, I wish I knew because I try to help them myself. <laughs> um, but there, that I think of that, though. When somebody has something to say that's like, you know, did you have to say that? Like, I had an email one time. Uh, that was like, it was like, good, good job on, uh, basically they said you're, you went from a blimp to a, a parade float or something like that. Wow. Like sometimes I know like, like out the way, you know, stuff like that. And so to me, that was funny. I was like, ah, ha ha, you're so funny. You know, like that's, that's great. But that's the kind of vibe that people give off. And so I'm like, okay. Let me think. One, this person doesn't know me at all. Like, like, and if they knew me, they would know that that I would literally laugh at that to their face. Okay, you know, if that's the worst thing you can say about me, that's fine. I think really when <laughs> the most thing that I get offended over is like when people like when they want to talk about my hair because like I'm I I love my <laughs> hair. Like, come on, you know. And they're like, okay, you need to brush it. And I'm like, okay, you can't brush curly hair. I don't know if you understand that, but like. Carly, you can't do that. It'll be one big poodle going outside. 
you know, and so that's where I'm like, okay, I draw the line. Now, now we got fighting words. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. other than that, I'm like, I go ahead and talk about me all day. But you really have to think about that when you're dealing with people because, you know, we don't know what somebody's going through. And does that give them a right to be, you know, douches online? No, it doesn't give them a right. But, you know, I think about that. They don't know me. I don't know them. We're just going to be what's going to be, you know. <laughs> and generally, is it like from an, some anonymous account or like a private oh, account? The only time that it's ever not anonymous is like if it's a 13-year-old boy who has no <laughs> thought process of anything. You know, like they don't know what life is like other than, you know, that they go – if they go to the gym or they play football or some kind of something, that's the only other thing when you don't get an account that is anonymous. You know, they generally say people that bully people – are generally bullied at home or bullied by somebody mm-hmm. else. Or like mm-hmm. I said, they have a low self-worth and that's probably because somebody else made them have a low self-worth. And yeah. so they want to tear somebody else down. It's like the whole like crabs in a bucket mentality. It's like, instead of lifting people up, they want to bring you down. And it's mm-hmm. like, it, at the end of the day, like on your deathbed, is that going to be your, your thing that's going to be on your uh, tombstone? Like, I was a online troll. troll. Yeah. It's like, come on now, man. Like, and I understand too, being young, like when you're young, you say a lot of shit that you probably wouldn't say as an adult, Yeah, but it doesn't make it right. But like I said, Mm -hmm. your, your brain's not fully formulated or formed and you know, you'll say some, some, some fucked up shit. But Mm -hmm. when you're an adult and you're an online troll, it's like, man, like how sad are you? You got to have empathy for those kind of people. It's like, I mean, do you I, really need a hug yeah. that bad that you want to make me feel like shit? Yeah, for for nothing other than just trying to be a motivation. Yeah, it's you like, know. did you win? <laughs> like, do you, yeah. Do you think maybe that some trolls are just doing to get a laugh and they're not like really hurt inside? Oh, for sure. For but sure. like, you generally don't want to tear somebody down if like you're a good that. person, right? Yeah, like, like yeah. somebody else, like. You know, it's like one thing, there's there's different things to joke around, especially like with somebody you know, mm-hmm. but like to go say some fucked up shit to somebody you don't know online, it's like, why? Like, how do you just, I, I really want to know, I want to talk to somebody that does that. Like, do they feel better? Do they feel like a bigger man or a bigger woman? Like, are you winning in life <laughs> by doing that? And I seriously doubt they feel great. You know, especially no, if yeah. you don't get the reaction that you want. Because a lot of times they want somebody to say something back to them. Like, like a lot of celebrities... I've heard people will say, like, they'll get thousands or millions of comments, but depending on how big their following is. And the negative one will stick out. And then they'll reply yeah. to that person. And then that person like, oh, I love you. I didn't think you'd reply. So if you love somebody, why would you want to tear them down? You know, no it's like. Idea. I don't know. I, I Like I said, Internet seems like it's been around forever and social media, but it's really so new. So I don't think we're fully formed on how to deal with all this stuff. Well, and you, another thing of growing up in that generation, that's why I said about the 13 year old boys, you know, like for me, my generation, I grew up, I had a cell phone at like, and when I was probably in seventh grade and that's because I played basketball and I needed a communication to tell my parents to come and get me. You couldn't text back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had that. And then probably when I got to high school, you could text. But internet on the phone was like, I ain't got to pay these minutes for that. My parents don't <laughs> kill me. If I, you know, like, get on the phone like that. And um, then 
it got to the point where you could get on your cell phone and that, you know, internet didn't cost extra and you can use Wi-Fi and all that other stuff. Well, this, the generation coming up under this doesn't know life without that. Mm-hmm. So they, they have no idea how to process like anything other than life on social media is a hundred percent real. And these people are always happy and there's never anything negative about their life. And my life's not like that and all these things. And I'm like, okay, I think therapy should probably start earlier than normal just for that factor. Well, you got to think too, like, um, with people, like they always say, like when you're in high school, you think that's the end of the world. Like that's everything, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, like, if you're online and you're seeing all these things, like, everybody has stuff that you don't have. And um, so it might make them feel down. It might make people depressed. And then that might make them want to lash out on somebody else that has something in their eyes. But you never know. Like, everybody's dealing with their own demons. Like, somebody may look mm-hmm. like they're happy on social media, but that doesn't mean that's the true form of what their real life is like. Good you know, point. they generally show your highlight reels on social media. You're not going to, oh, yeah. most people, some people will probably put some fucked up shit on there, but most people generally want to put the pretty things. Mm-hmm. And like these kids are, you know, like lashing out because they don't have that possibly. Mm-hmm. And that, that makes a hundred percent sense. You know, um, I think that my thing with sharing stuff online, like, you know, I wouldn't mind sharing the, not the lows. But I think there's so many, you can get that just by Googling, you know, like that's always been my thing is like people would say, oh, well, you know, I want to be real and I want to not just share my highlights. Okay. You know, that's fine for you. But I just know personally that I don't want to see that when I get online. I see that in real life. I live a life, you know, like I see the downs in my own life. When I get online, that's the last thing I want to see. You know, I'm, I know that you're a real person, but that, again, that's me processing this as a 30 year old adult, you know, to say, Hey, you know, this person is a real person on the other end. So I know that they're not always on their highs, but I don't, I don't want to carry the burden of your lows too, if that makes sense. Yeah. I guess you could do it like this way. Like if you could do like a montage, like on a reel where you show (laughs) like, you know, your beginning and then where you're at mm-hmm. now, it doesn't always mm-hmm. have to be doom and gloom. Like, this is so bad yeah. in my life right now. Because, like, sometimes, like, they, that could be a burden, man. If, you, if somebody comes up to you all the time and or you're inundated with their feed and it's just nothing but negativity, no. like, man, like, come on now. Like, we're we're so fortunate to be here. And like I said, everybody has their own problems. Everybody has their own mm-hmm. mental issues that we don't know. Like, you can look at somebody on the surface and it can look fine. They might be dealing with a lot of shit. But it's like there has to be a time and place. I remember seeing something one time, like especially in personal life. Somebody said, if you're dealing with a person that generally has a lot of like problems and woe is me type of life, if they come up to you and say, do you have the mental space right now to deal with what I have to like to bring on to you? Oh, yeah. Like that's something like give the person an option. Just don't pile on to somebody with your bullshit without asking them, are they ready to listen? Because they're, I mean, mm-hmm. some of your life is, they're not your therapist. They're your friend or family member or whatever. But, you know, like sometimes I think people like inundate people with too much information. Mm-hmm. I agree. For sure. So, uh, like what, um, like with your online stuff, like what is your, what is your end goal? <laughs> I really don't know. Um, 
honestly, like, cause there's so many times where I'm like, okay, so, <clears throat> you know, once you build the platform, uh, people expect certain things out of you. You know, they expect you to always be the same way that you were when you first started and you don't change and you don't do anything different. You say that, you know, and you keep like one thing for me is, uh, that's, it's so aggravating because I don't think people, well, people understand, but they don't. So like people are like, Oh, have you lost mate yet? Have you lost? And I'm like, okay, one, this is my journey. You know, like I'm not asking for anything, you know, from you at all. I'm just, I'm just putting my journey out there. And so fine for people to ask that question doesn't bother me. But like when people ask, well, I see you know, you've lost 115 because why haven't you lost more? And I'm like, okay, I'm a different, I'm a different person than I was when I first started. Mm-hmm. So like when I first started, it was just walking. That was like all I did. Okay. Well then, you know, I did a little bit of walking, but I didn't know much about it, you know? And then now on this journey since 2019. And so obviously I'm a different person. Completely different, not just in stature, in mentally and emotionally. So I'm like, hey, I've always thought the factor of like I'm 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 built for power is what I like to say. I'm very like I have shoulders, like I am that person. But society always told me it's not okay. You know, like you're a female, you're not supposed to be that way. You're supposed to be and continue and, and beat, lose more weight, lose more weight. I don't care. You're, oh, you're far away. You lose more weight. And I'm like, okay, for whatever your opinion is, that's fine. But like for me, I have to, you know, process that as a human being. So I have to figure out, okay, you know, I'm built this way. I'm tired of fighting it. Why not? start building muscle and one if, if it makes me look a linebacker fine i'll knock you out real fast you know like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know like but I, i'm not i'm just so tired of fighting that so this year i i really sat on that and i was like okay you know i've lost this amount of weight what do i do from here where do i go what's my like you said what's my end goal and I was like, I'm going to hire a trainer. So I did. I hired a local trainer and I was like, okay, you know, um, I basically want, I want to get strong, make mm-hmm. me strong. And uh, so that's what we've done. I stay, I'm still in a caloric deficit. I'm not in a drastic one, but I'm still losing weight. It's like, you know, two or three pounds, but that's what you should have been doing to begin with, you know, like, and I'm building muscle and pulling weights that I've never been able to pull. And this is a different part of my journey, but I'm excited to share this. I'm just really right now trying to figure out how to roll this out without people just losing their minds, you know, and, oh, you know, that's a whole different way. I'm not, I'm 65. I can't do that. You know, like I've, I've heard that people are like, I'm old enough to be your grandma. I'm like, okay, granny, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's going to be different. And so that's really been my thing is trying to figure out how to communicate that efficiently, I guess. Yeah. I think, um, we had somebody on here one day and they were talking about like somebody commented on somebody else's post, like, Oh, keep going. And then the person's like, how do you know this is not where I want to be? Like just because your idea of a body image, that's not my idea of a body image. And it goes back Mm -hmm. to, it's my life. You know, granted, I'm sharing my life online, but it's still my page. It's still my life. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do with it. Yeah. And it's like, that's the problem with, it's like they say, uh, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. And it's like, 
you know, somebody always got to jump in and, and give their two cents. And it's like, sometimes just keep your comment to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, sure. you know, you've lost 115 pounds. And then the person was like, oh, you need to keep on going. You know, people don't realize how much work you had to put in to even lose 20 pounds. You know what I'm saying? 30 mm-hmm. pounds. And you continually did it. Like people should just stay in their lane. Well, basically, like you got to look at it this way. You take a 110 or 100 pound weight. Add a 10 pound weight and a five pound weight and carry that around with you all day long and see how tough mm-hmm. that is. This yeah. is somebody that dropped that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think people think about the visuals of stuff. Like when you start breaking stuff down like yeah. that, it's like, oh shit, that's a lot of weight. Like that's yeah. a big fucking deal. That's a huge milestone. I mean, that's a person for some people, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, just appreciate people for what they're doing. I mean, like I said, keep, keep motivating people. Cause I'm sure you're encouraging a lot of people. And like I said, there's always going to, since the dawn of time, I guess there's always been some haters out there, you know, somebody that's oh, got some slick yeah. shit to say or whatever. So like I said, and it's generally, unfortunately, those are the loud people. Yep. Those are the ones that want to leave comments. A lot of us will see stuff that's good and we won't comment on it. We'll think about it, but we won't say mm-hmm. it. So it's like, you know, I wish this whole like movement where there's like kindness is more like people are pushing kindness instead of negativity and like be more optimistic instead of pessimistic. You know, unfortunately yeah. that that's what gets attention though. People that are negative and drama filled. I mean, kind of like yeah. those two twins. <laughs> you know, oh, like, yeah. They have a show because they, they, they're like that, you know, they're entertaining and, pe- and mm-hmm. like the Kardashians, you know, like I don't watch that, but what I've seen online, it just seems like, Oh, I don't want to watch that shit. But like, yeah, I mean, they're they sell advertisement, you know, they're making shit tons of revenue for these companies. So it's like and and we it's like you look at if people get in a fight, people are going to tune into that. You mm-hmm. know, if people get in a car accident, you're going to look at that, you know, like we look at carnage as humans. And I don't know why that is. I mean, it's wired into our DNA, I guess. But we need to re- reset this whole thing where it needs to be more. Of loving, and I think people on are inherently good. I mean, because like I think we as people could wipe each other out if we really wanted to. Oh yeah, you know, like especially here in America, like there's a lot of stuff that's been happening like the last couple of years, a lot of bad stuff and school shootings and shootings at grocery stores and all sorts of stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think those are few and far between. How much of us good most of us are doing every day, and I think that maybe needs to be more of the focus. Then the people like they we just had a girl here recently or yesterday got kidnapped and oh i've seen that yeah. i've seen that and see like that's spreading like wildfire which is good to get the word out there but it's like it's one of those things where uh like that's that's what people are sharing they're not really sharing the good stuff other people are doing in, in tennessee or memphis you know mm-hmm. so i don't know it's sad, man. Like it's sad. The state of the uh, sometimes, like our what we what we would put our attention on. Do you think mm-hmm. maybe it's because people love drama? Oh, a hundred percent. People love drama, and that's why like the Kardashian show was so popular. And um, what was the other show? the the five hundred pound or thousand pound sister show? You know, yeah. Like you're tuning in to see what they're going to fight about. Mm-hmm. Like I've watched. It, I mean, like, I've seen a couple always. episodes. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Always. That's all people want. Yeah, because I've seen some of the episodes of Kardashians, like when they were first come, when they first came on on E, like when like Kylie and them were like super super young, like mm-hmm. 
all they did was argue. And this was when Bruce was still a man. Like all they did was mm-hmm. argue. Like I was like, man, this is why am I watching this? Right. And I'm like, but I'd watch it again. And you know, I don't watch it anymore, obviously, but like, cause it's trash TV and we love, they say Americans love trash TV and they're right. Whoever says that they're correct. Yeah. Uh, one of the, <laughs> again, at one of my shows that I'll watch randomly, but it'll be like a, like on the nineties, like a thing about the nineties mm. documentary. And so, um, it was literally one of the things was trash TV. And so it was like talking about like uh, everything from Jerry Springer to all of the things like that, all that drama. And in the nineties, that's like when it was like, it is at the top of its line. Like it was going great. Well, they were, they were talking and talked through an episode of like how the producers did and like the drama that they would do. And then ultimately on one of the shows, they embarrassed somebody and dude killed the other dude. And they were like, Oh, oh. well, well, was that know. the Jenny Jones thing? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's some scary shit right there, man. Mm-hmm. I saw like, there's this, uh, I don't know if you know who Adam 22 is. He has a podcast called no jumper. He's pretty big on YouTube. Oh but, yeah. But he has like a lot of like, I guess they call drill rappers who will talk about in their raps about killing people, which basically they're incriminating mm-hmm. themselves. And a lot of the guys that he'll have on his show have been killed after being on his show. So people are oh, like God. saying, why are you putting these people on this platform and then talking about the stuff they're doing? And then that's letting people know that are listening. And then they're going to find these people and then they'll kill them after your interview. And then after the interview, like he's got a lot of heat for like uploading episodes or clips with those people. Cause he's going to get monetized for the clip because people are going to be searching for the people's names now. And it's like, at what cost are you willing to sell yourself to make money? You know, and it goes back to the whole like drama brings attention, man. And like mm-hmm. I said, from a financial uh, aspect, I see why he's doing it. But from a human level, it's like, how broken are you inside that you want to profit off somebody's death? People are crazy. That's what always my thing. People are crazy. And and just like you said, if if we wanna, you know, annihilate each other, we could easily. Mm-hmm. And really people that's that's the example. People really don't care. Yeah. It's like, what's the bottom line? How much can I make? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh oh listener, I was kind of watching something on I didn't finish it or st- completely start it because I started doing something else, but there's just be a show on like I can't remember what channel it was some channel on TV, but it was uh Adam ruins everything, and basically the guy like breaks down like like an industry and tells you all about it and all the good and bad things about it. Now he has a new thing on Netflix, and one of the first episodes they're talking about the food industry, and they're always talking about how people need to watch what they eat, but it's like shouldn't the government not be pumping us full of bullshit? And then we wouldn't have to watch what we eat. Excuse me. Then we wouldn't have like childhood obesity or adult obesity. So how do you feel about that? Like, do you think these companies are at fault for the way that people have been obese throughout the years? Um, honestly, I don't blame them because I understand that we all have to make money. You know, like I get that, whatever. But at the same time, you know, we also are all humans and we all make our own decisions, Mm -hmm. you know, and they do like I have heard about this different stuff they'll put inside food, like to make it more 
addicting is what they say. You know, I believe that's fact. But I also know that I have the ability to say no and I have the ability to say yes. And so with that, you know, I'm kind of opening myself up for it. Like just just like for me, I didn't nobody forced me to be 374 pounds. You know, nobody fed me uh, as an adult other than me choosing this. And that's all how I've always operated is like, I, I understand that this is a company. We live in America. People have to make money, you know, but at the same time, I get it from the other standpoint of like, at what cost? Now, do you think this on this flip side of the coin though, like say like an American company goes to another country and they can't operate the same way that they operate here. Mm hmm. So like they can't put the same stuff in mm-hmm. the food there as they do here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you able to cut corners here when you apparently like, you know, love your people, but you want to go to another country and abide by the rules? Because yeah. I think the whole thing, too, well, like the serving thing, I think it's bullshit. They shouldn't put like four servings equals this. They should just put one whole thing because most people are not going to eat like a bag of chips in one setting. Or yeah. like, you know, like how they break it. Like you can only eat seven that equals 200 calories. Most people are going to probably eat 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think that's where I think it's kind of fucked, you know? Yeah. Well, also like the share size on like candy bars and stuff like that. Like the candy bar is really not that big. And it's on the back of it. It says serving quantity, like three people, bro. Yeah. Let's get real. I don't share my candy bar. With eating, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, 100%. You're right. Because it's, you know, you know how, like, since the pandemic, they've started shrinking everything down, like, even like candy and stuff. Like, you're getting less for your money. Like, mm-hmm. like Snickers is one of the things. And, like, the candy bar has shrunk tremendously. But, like, it, on the back, it says it can still, it's still for like two people, serving size two. No motherfucker, mm-hmm. I'm eating the whole thing and I'm going <laughs> to eat whatever many calories it is times two and fat and whatever else, you know, and like mm-hmm. that's what they need to change. They need to just make it the candy bar into like one candy serving and boom, that's what you're eating. That's or if you need more, you can buy another one kind of thing. Yeah, that's the hardest thing too. to like when when you first start out with like tracking your food and stuff like that, I think, because it, when you don't have any knowledge, anything like that, and you say somebody's like, okay, well, I just you start tracking. Okay, so let's let's take any kind of like app uh, and let's just write it down. We'll just do that, and then you see, oh man, you know, I've been eating a whole bag of chips, a family size bag of chips, and I thought it was a hundred and calories because that's what it said. You know, it's just it does it blows your mind when you actually sit down and look at it. Yeah, it's very deceptive. Food labels mm-hmm. are what Tony just said. They're fucking bogus because mm-hmm. you, don't, you unless you have a scale and you're at home, you don't know what an ounce of almonds is, right? Mm-hmm. So you need to be like, so like I, I eat, I forget the brand of the almonds, but on the back of it, it says 28, whatever equals t- about 28 almonds. So that's what it's the age I go on. I just grab 28 almonds and I eat them, right? But like- mm-hmm. If you don't, if if that's not available, then how do you know what one ounce is if you're eating it on the, the road or something like that and you're not, you don't have a scale. I think food labels should be universal and the government should create the way the food labels should be for all the companies on everything they sell us. Yeah. 
And I think there too, like there's a problem like with these food deserts where like people in certain neighborhoods don't have access to fresh fruits and vegetables. Um, I think education is a problem too. Like they're not Mm -hmm. educating people in school enough about what is good and bad as far as what they should consume. I think PE, I don't even know if they still have it, but like when I was in school, it was bullshit, like dodgeball. I mean, like there was no real activity for kids to do, like to keep in shape. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I think it does fall on the top. Like, you know, they need to do better. There needs to be more education. There needs to be more people talking about this. And, and maybe like posts like yours or pages like yours online will help educate people like that. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've learned more since I've been out of school online than I did when I was in school. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, it's funny because my college degree, I have a I have a counseling degree. Right. Well, I don't do my what I do for a living is I do digital media. Like, and I didn't I don't have a degree in that, but I I have so much experience over the years and I've learned so much from YouTube and everything. And now that I get paid to do, you know, and that that kind of thing also rolls over into education in general, because you have that, you know, like you have the ability to search things that you didn't have years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's made easy online. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. It's like, you know, back in the day, somebody would just spew some bullshit and you just think it's gospel. And then now, like, you can, like, check it on your phone within two seconds. <laughs> and you're like, man, you're full of shit. Like, where do you get uh-huh. this information from? But I think that's a problem, too. Like, some people don't do that, though. And that's why I think a lot of people do not like being on social media or, or like, Facebook, for example, because somebody will share a story or share an article or share something they heard from somebody or a meme that's not true. But it may be funny or, you know, attention-grabbing or, like, clickbaity. And then people run with it, and then it spreads like wildfire, and everybody thinks it's, you know, the truth. So it's like... We have this tool that's so amazing, but sometimes we don't use it how it should be used. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's the human side of things, right? <laughs> have you all seen the... the oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. Um, have you all seen where Starbucks is going cashless? I saw something about it and some people were like upset about it. Yeah. They're only going cashless in like, in like one store to test it out. It's, I forget where it is. But it's somewhere. But now it's spread like wildfire, and everyone's like, "This is how it starts." They're, the government's going to control everything we do. They're going to see everything we have to spend our money on this and that. I'm like, so I just googled, "Is Starbucks really going cashless in whenever it's supposed to be?" October first, I think. And then in the article from like I think it was Forbes or what one of the articles was like, some certain stores are tr- testing going cashless. It's not like every store. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like in reality, how often are you carrying cash around on you? Never. Never. So it's like people just want to get <laughs> upset to yeah. be upset. You know, it's oh, like yeah. I have to. I, I know some people. I'll see their story, and they have a new cause to be upset about every fucking day. <laughs> and it's like, why? Like you're taking so much time out of your life to be enraged about something that probably doesn't even affect you. Yeah. Do I know the person? Yeah, oh. <laughs> but it's just like, man, it, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. You know, I'm not going to say anything. Like you said, you do you. It's their life. They can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. But I just don't understand wasting that energy on like these and trivial things. Yeah, some people that's their it's like like you said, it's somebody searching for another reason to get like it. 
it's like a high. Like, you know, people get that high from that, which I'm like, I could never. Yeah. That's not my life. I can't. I, it would destroy me. But, you know, there is people out there who just feed off of that and feed off of the constant doom and gloom of of the world. Just like the whole cashless thing. Like you said, like, it's just like they want something to, to rally against. But it's like, you're the only one do it. You're the only one rallying <laughs> against this. I guess you're on five Starbucks by yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> but, I mean, you got to think about life, though. <laughs> Everything progresses. Like at one time, people bartered with people. They bartered with uh, rocks. Yeah. Um, then mm-hmm. there was a thing where we had cash coins. And I remember me personally, I remember when debit cards first, I was like, I'm not going to fucking use a debit card to pay for like a Coke <laughs> or something like that. And then a lot of my little bitch ass now, like, we'll swipe it, you know, when I go somewhere because it's convenient. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would you not want the convenience of everything? Exactly. I and- mean, you don't get up to change a TV. With your hand, you're going to use a remote. That's convenience also. Mm-hmm. You're not going to walk to the store. You're going to drive your fucking car. So it's mm-hmm. like people always just want to have this rage about shit. And it's just like, I don't know. I always go back to the end of the day. Are you are you really going to be concerned about Starbucks going cashless when you're on your deathbed? Like, let me send this tweet real quick before I pass away. <laughs> well, it's also like, uh, do you have any cards? Does either one of y'all have any cards loaded to your phone? Like we could do like Apple Pay or whatever, or Mm-mm. but like oh, yeah. I see people doing that all the time in my accounts. They're like, oh, you take Apple or whatever it's called, you know? It's like, yeah, they just put their phone, and that's it. Boop, and they're out. They don't even have to use their wallet. Like they don't even have to bring their wallet because I think they can digitally upload their driver's license and stuff too. Now that would be nice, unless you lose your stuff, and then you're going to be out till you get a new phone. But I mean, somebody could steal your wallet too. So I yeah. mean, it's like. But yeah, I mean, I think eventually we're all going to go to more of a digital space. I mean, like we're talking on digital right now. Like we would have never known her without the Internet. True. Yeah. So it's like you got to take with the good with the bad. There's always going to be some Mm -hmm. technology that replaces something like people get mad about Amazon and all these other things. But there was like mom and pop shops that replaced somebody and then Kroger replaced this person. Mm hmm. You know, cars replace horses. Did you still want shit in the fucking streets, man? Because that's what they were happening when there was horse and buggies. (laughs) You know, yeah, I mean, I and I don't think people think about that. I think they live in the space of like now, you mm-hmm. know, like, like, OK, well, forget that. Yeah, I was mad about that, but I'm mad about this now. You yeah. know, uh, come with me. I'm mad about this now. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, but like, what are we doing here? It's like they're the Pied Piper, man. They're like having all these people <laughs> fucking follow them around, like being angry. And it's like, why? Like, I don't get it. Like. I saw this thing one day and I and I made a post about it like we did a podcast and I clipped it. But somebody had said, like, how many summers do you think you have left? And the guy was like, maybe 20. And it's like when you start breaking your life down to summers and like mm-hmm. to years, I mean, because like when you're a kid, generally, it seems like life's going to go forever. Because like when you're going through kindergarten through 12th grade or through college, you have an end date you're looking for. So it's like. It's something attainable. It's something that you're reaching towards. So it like time goes by slowly. Once you get done and you're working every day, you're doing Groundhog Day pretty much as an adult. Mm-hmm. It's like life just blows by. Because I was like, really I can remember when I was 23 and now I'm 43. And I was like, where did those years go? You know, <laughs> but it's just like if you break it down to like how many summers you have left, like you're probably going to appreciate your life more. You're going to want to do more with it. You're going to want to let less trivial things consume your life and do as much what you can as you possibly can because they say 
I don't know if it's a true statistic, but they say there's like we have a 400 trillion to one being born a human. And then you got to worry about like there's some people that are born with ailments. They're blind. They're disabled. You know, most of us are able body and we're able to do something with this life. But most people don't. They just want to complain, bitch, you complain and and live on this online negativity or like even in their circle, just be negative. And it's like I think there's other things you can focus that energy on for good. For sure. For sure. And I think people people don't think about that. And they don't think about the aspect of that. And like you said, I remember being that too. I remember like and even now being, you know, an adult, I look at kids as they grow up, like kids that I remember were just in third grade and now they're graduating high school and I'm like, Why are they so grown and, and I'm still the same person? Like mm. what is happening? You know, like but that's just it. Life like there's so many big milestones that you hit when you're younger. Yeah, I just I just wish that, you know, we could just take a like a reset and then we could just like get back to like living life instead of this whole nonsense that most of us are doing. I have a question for both of y'all. Ten million dollars or go back 10 years. Like, do you know the information, you know, now Uh, let's let's for this cause, let's say no. Then you're just going to be living your life like you were. So why would I want to go back in time? No, but I'm saying, but you know that you were able to, but, but you know that you were going back 10 years. Like when you wake up, you just know that you're 10 years younger again, but you don't. In the now? Yeah. Like, but, but you don't know about like Amazon, like, or whatever, you know, like, you know, how big it becomes and all that stuff, like Netflix and stuff like that. Give me 10 million because I'm not going back. Yeah, that doesn't, that's not a good. <laughs> Now, if you said you can have the information you have now, you can go back ten years. I would definitely take with the, the ten million on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would take the ten million because you never know what could happen if you redid it. I mean, I know how I was at thirty-three, and like, no, I don't want to go back to that. I'm more mature now, so yeah, I would. I want to relive that. No, yeah, I would take the money. Now, if you're like 10 million or you die tomorrow, I'm going to take fucking, <laughs> I'm not going to die tomorrow. I'm not going to take the 10 million. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't, I wouldn't choose that. I wouldn't go back in time. I mean, cause like I said, there's, there's a beauty of getting older. There's a lot of people that don't reach 25, 15, 60, you know, like some people always grab like, I don't want to be old. Like when you're young, you think about that. Like, I don't want to be old and wrinkly and stuff like that. But it's like, it's a pleasure for like people to get to a certain age because a lot of people don't reach that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My friend for Susan sure. uh, said it one day to me on Facebook. She's like, I posted something. It was just something funny. And she got on, the, you know, she made a comment about it. She's like, it's a gift to get old. And then she said oh, exactly what you just said. Not everybody gets to become old. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a whole sure. like, thing with wisdom. I mean, if you knew what you knew when you were in high school, now you'd be unstoppable. What now? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, with the information you know now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you'd be like that movie Limitless. I mean, because, like, you would not worry about, like, girls or, like, does this person like me or what am I going to do with my life? And you realize, like, you know, there's going to be, like, I go back to the whole thing. Like, high school for a lot of people is end all be all. Like, this is everything. Mm-hmm. And it's really not. But you can't tell somebody that's in that time space because you at that one time got the same thing probably. 
And when I talk to kids like that, I tell them that. Like, I, I'm like, okay, I know that what I'm about to say is something, it's cliche, you hear it all the time, but somebody, because somebody said this to me too, but like, just hear me out and understand that it gets better. The best is yet to come. Yeah. And they're probably like, okay, boomer. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I'm like, well, I mean, y'all can do whatever y'all want to do. That's fine. But I mean, sucks to suck. Yeah. (laughs) Like there's a, that's why parents know when you're doing some fuck shit. Because they mm-hmm. did that kind of stuff. They they realize when you're lying or trying to do some... Du- I, man, I can go back and think about some of the stuff I tried to get it past on my parents. And they're like, come on now. We're not dumb. And it's like, because they lived... They were teenagers at one time. Mm-hmm. And I always think about this, too. Like, people that mock people when they get older, like young kids. Like, bitch, if you live long enough, you're going to be my age, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's going to happen to you, man. <laughs> time stops for nobody. Yep. You know, if you can take that and realize and if that's a real thing and like, oh, shit, because like I said, there's people when I was young and they're, you know, my age now, they probably when I was their age, I when I was their age, I thought that somebody my age was old. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. like when I look at somebody like when I go to the grocery store, I feel like I'm in cocoon. Like sometimes like during the daytime, like it's like a bunch of older people. But it's like if I live long enough, that will be me. Yep. And it's like you just have to appreciate the mile markers and points in life that you're at and to hopefully to where you can get. And hopefully you do enough with your life, like what you're doing with your fitness, that when you get older, it's not as painful. You don't have any oh, yeah. ailments. Because that's the thing about fitness, too. It's like, do you want to like or they talk about like people complain about food, like a healthier food is more expensive. It's like, do you want to pay a little bit more now for the food or do you want to pay a lot more for medical bills later? Yeah. It's true. We won't talk about that, though. No, I mean, like I said, I don't think a lot of us, like, I don't think a lot of us embrace our mortality. Like, I think a lot of us think we're going to live forever. And when you're young and you don't have any, like, real ailments, you can feel invincible. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you start thinking about, like I said, going back to that summer thing or, like, how much, I mean, you don't want to dwell on your demise. But, I mean, it's inevitable for all of us. We're all going to die so it's like if you can appreciate the life you're in and 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 do something with it or it don't even have to be something grand. Like you could just help somebody out, like give them some kind words or like help somebody in a project that they need help with or do something for your community. Like I think that is the beauty in this life, like just serving others. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So I don't want to take up too much of your time because it's a uh, Saturday. So I have uh, three questions I like to ask. I don't know why I hold them to five. <laughs> three questions I like to ask. You, you chose five. I was like, there's five questions now? I was uh, like, what the fuck? The right? first the first thing is there's this whole movement where people like <clears throat> are giving flowers to people. So basically, it's like an appreciation for somebody while they're alive. Because most of us okay. don't hear good stuff about us. You know, like people, like I said, go back to what I said before. A lot of people think good things about people, but they don't express them. Mm-hmm. So who in your life, it could be a group of people or whatever, but who in your life would you like to give flowers to, like to let them know while they're here that you appreciate them? Uh, I never thought of that because that's a whole question. I feel like, I, I guess it's because I feel like I appreciate people now because I've lost people in my life before. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, to think about the fact of that, of like, who do you give flowers to? Um 
Or I guess you could like the people you appreciate in life. You could put it on record, like saying it to them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I appreciate my family and uh, I appreciate my parents for sure. Uh, and I appreciate my best friend also. Uh, we've been best friends for the last like 12 years. And um, she's always been an encouragement. And she she was always the person like she told me one time that really it really got me thinking. But she was like, you know, I love you as you are. It does not matter. I love you as you are. But I'm telling you that if you want to change something about yourself, then do it because you can do it. You know, and that was like, okay, you know, like to hear somebody say that they love you no matter what. But you are powerful enough to do something if Mm -hmm. you want to do it, you know. And so that kind of thing like that, you know, and my parents growing up like I, I would they gave me anything I could ever want, you know, and they set me up for success for sure. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I am without them for sure. And the other two questions are, what's your advice for people and what mark do you see yourself leaving on the world? Um, I really think like one you can do anything that you want to do. You know, it, it does not matter. It, whatever you want to do, you can do it. Um, but you have to put in work. And it takes time. And you go at your own pace that life is a journey. And it doesn't matter how long or short the journey is. It's your journey. You know, make it what you want it to be. And what mark do you see yourself leaving on the world? Uh, just a positive um, light, I guess. Uh, just to be that anytime that people come in contact, whether it's through social media or in real life, that, you know, I, that, that I brought the light, that I brought the happiness, that I brought the vibe, you know, whatever you want to call it, that, that I could be that to somebody that even if they were having a terrible day, that I could be that little smile that they got. Those are all awesome. Wow, man. Now, let me ask you the question. Like, what would you say to somebody that is struggling and thinking about a journey on fitness? Like, what advice would you give to them? Start small. Start small. I always say that. Start small. Um, And really really understand that it does take time and it's okay. Like I think that's cause that's always the thing is when I would gain and lose weight so many times, I really was like, I want it now. I want it to come now and I want it immediately and I want to see results today. Uh, but that's not real. <laughs> and we, we have to pace ourselves and we have to really, what they say, respect the process. And that's kind of what I think. So start small and respect the process and know that change is coming and be okay with that and keep going. And take pictures. Take pictures. Take pictures. Take pictures. The pictures thing is the most important. And I've never used to take pictures before and stuff like that until, you know, Tony used to tell me all the time, take pictures, take some pictures. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm like, why? You can't see any difference. He's like, 
But you will. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're consistent with pretty much anything, you can achieve a lot. It's usually when you are inconsistent and quit, that's when you don't, you know, it doesn't work. But, I mean, if if it's anything in life, it doesn't have to be just your fitness, but anything if you want to get good at, you have to constantly work at it. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you said, you had to constantly eat to get to a certain level. You had to constantly think a certain way to be negative, you know. Just flip it. Do the whole George Costanza thing, man. Just do the opposite of everything you've been doing. Because if your life hasn't mm-hmm. been working the way you want it, been going, do some make subtle changes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be overnight. Doesn't have to be everything. Just mm-hmm. stop hanging out with certain people. Stop eating bad things. Stop, you know, consuming too much alcohol. You know, whatever. It doesn't have to be just weight loss concern. Just anything. Like if you want more positive change in your life, take a little bit negative out. Yeah. And it's not easy sometimes. Yeah, it's not easy sometimes to be self-reflective and be like, fuck, man, am I the reason why I'm in the boat I am? Because it's easy to blame. It's like, oh, this person didn't give me this shot. This person did this to me. This, you know, definitely there's outside influences or forces that can fuck us up. But at what point do you as an adult or as a person, do you want to be like, I want to make changes. I want to be better for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, until you and get to that point, nothing's going to change. Yeah. And that's For why sure. I go back to the mental, too. It's like there's no point in fixing your outside if your inside is fucked. Because exactly. you're probably going to resort back to what was comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then like the whole thing of like quitting on anything, like I said, not just fitness related. But if you're constantly quit, it's like a battery that charges. You charge a battery too much and it hits a certain level and it only charge too much. It never fully mm-hmm. charges, so it's only it's going to drain really quick. So you're going to get you're going to get motivated, but it's like if you're not have discipline behind that motivation, motivation is just fuel. You need more mm-hmm. to flame that fire. Yeah, they say motivation yeah. gets you going, and then the discipline is what keeps you going. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's oh, just yeah. it's, it's just consistent, man. You got to be consistent with everything. Like I said, to even get to your following on social media, you had to constantly post. You know, it just wasn't like, oh, let me post one picture of myself. People are going to follow me. No, you got to constantly do that. You got to find out what people like, you know, certain content hashtags, possibly. You know, there's a lot that goes into like certain things like like so just be consistent. Like I said, mm-hmm. if you want to achieve some shit in life, be consistent with it. And I think it's who you surround yourself around, too. Because no, if you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of crabs in a bucket want to pull you down or don't want to see you achieve anything because their little loser lives aren't doing shit, then you got to maybe not cut them out completely, but you have to limit your time with those kind of people. Because I always say you want monkeys in a barrel instead of crabs in a bucket. Because crabs in a bucket are trying to pull you down. Monkeys in a barrel are trying to pull you up. Mm -hmm. So. Thanks. And, oh, let me recommend some shows for you guys because I've been on a Netflix thing and Hulu thing here lately. Uh, I watched the thing about Woodstock 99. Oh, that was good. Man, that's some fucked up shit that went on there. Preston was watching that on the plane. (laughs) And uh, what else did I watch? I watched a a Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart movie. I don't remember what it's called. My Time? Me Time? Me Time. Me Time. Or or something like that. Me something. It was really good. What's that on? Netflix. Okay. Uh, Kevin Hart's like in everything now. Like he's like the new rock. It's like no, the rock is like super rock dog. He's everywhere. (laughs) He's actually coming here. I heard. 
They're the Rock, on yeah, show. yeah. Uh, it's called Young Rock. And then what else did I watch? Um, let me see here. I watched something on Hulu the other day. Kardashians. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that goes back to this other thing I saw one day. It's like your diet is not what you just consume food wise; it's what you consume mentally. Uh, auto, auto, like listen to and like read. So like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with watching that stuff. I guess as long as it just you don't think it's real life and affects you negatively, maybe you can watch them and be like, that's what I don't want to be like. So yeah. maybe that's there why people watch them. Yeah, I can't remember the thing I watched on Hulu. I saw something yesterday where the, they asked little kids like on a late, late show or something like that, <clears throat> why don't you want to live in California? And the kid goes, uh, I don't want to live there because they have the Kardashians there. Like this kid's like probably like eleven years old. Like damn. Yeah, but I don't know. Do you have any shows you can recommend besides uh, my thousand pound? What was thousand, thousand pound sister? Thousand pound sister. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think through. Um, so, so when you do uh, Disney Plus and all that, and you get the Hulu and you get. Uh, ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching Savannah Bananas. I've never heard of um, it. So basically, it's a it's a league that got started. It's all over TikTok, but it's a baseball team. And this guy really enjoyed the entertainment side, but he loved baseball. So he created. I don't, I don't even know what kind of league you would call these people, but they. They basically do like a fun atmosphere, but it's baseball related. Um, but it's a, it's good because you see like a, the background of them, but at the same time, like it's going through like they're going on their little road tour or something. So you get to watch that aspect of it. So I've always been like the one to like watch when N1 mixtape was out. Like that was like always my vibe. And so any kind of show that follows along like that, I'm always for it. Oh, is that the untold? Because I know I saw there's one about and one on Untold. Oh, I w- that one was good. Untold, so that, I forgot about that. The one about, uh, I can't remember that dude's name, but the fake girlfriend. Mateo. Yeah, I, I watched that. Yes. that. I felt bad for that guy. Because I remember oh, no, people making the so memes sad. about him, because I didn't know the whole story back in the day. And then when I watched I it, I was like. I thought it was him. They, yeah. they made it seem like it was his fault. Yeah, I and felt really bad for that it, guy. And you're like, I know, that was sad. But that was really good. And I did watch the Untold of And One, and that one it wasn't it wasn't bad, but it, I felt like I was like, okay, where's the rest of the information to get where we are right now? Like, it's like they basically just said, okay, we're popular, okay, we're not somebody beat us out, so we're just going to sell it. And I'm like, okay, well, how about let's let's tell it a little bit deeper because not. Yeah, I'm looking at my watch list. Uh, somebody feed Phil on Netflix is really good. Uh, this day shift movie with Jamie Foxx, he's like a vampire hunter. That was pretty Ooh, good. I forgot um, about that. How to Change Your Mind. It's about like psychedelics. I like that. And Alone, season 12 on Netflix was really good too. Alone, season 12. I can't believe they have, they've made it to 12. Yeah, I love those shows. Like I love Naked and Afraid and Alone. Because it's like, I know I couldn't do that shit, man. <laughs> Like I, I'm, just, I'm not going to even front, man. Like you I don't, would probably last. How much fat reserve do I have? Like in like water? Because like without water, what do you can go three days without water? I think seven. Is it seven days? Yeah. I don't think it's seven days. Is it? 
pretty sure I remember seeing seven. All I know is I can't go 45 minutes, so I don't understand how they're going for any type of amount of time. I think I could make it a day, maybe two days. This depends how cold it is. You can go 8 to 21 days without food. I thought it was like 40 days, like, or is that just the Jesus thing? The fucking... <laughs> <laughs> 40 days and 40 yeah. So I watched the movie yesterday, or the other day. And yeah, about three days. This bitch said seven days. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what Google is that? What I mean, bitch, it's the first thing, man. <laughs> okay, don't drink water for three days. You're gonna be fine. You do that. Let's see if you're seven days, man. You just said it. Seven days without drinking anything? No water. Yeah, no liquids. Let's see how you. And you, you have to get rid of the belt. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I watched the show and um, oh man, I was really disappointed in the movie because I played the game growing up. It's called Uncharted on Netflix, and oh, yeah. it's got yeah. Mark Wilbur and uh, Tom uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, Spider Man. Yeah, and uh, it was just terrible. And then I watched um, House of Dragon. The Game of Thrones prequel. Is it good? Is that good? It's actually, I've gotten to episode two, like halfway through it. It's actually really good. Like, I can see this becoming like another big, big show for HBO. Because episode one, they they did the most views ever for HBO. And that's saying a lot because HBO has a lot of fucking good shows. They did 10 million and the website crashed because it's on HBO Max, you know? And the website crashed and people were fucking pissed. They couldn't watch it. Well, I think that just goes to show, I think people do love anticipation. Like a lot of times, like the binging thing is not what everybody wants, because like you said, like you'll binge on and you're like, fuck, what am I going to watch now? It's so, like you have something to look for. It's kind of like what I was talking about. You have something to look forward to each week. Mm-hmm. Like this show's coming out. Well, I saw, like, sure. I saw Amazon's really pushing this Lord of the Rings. I've never saw any Lord. They were too long. I thought they were like three hours. So that's way too much time to sit there and watch something. But mm-hmm. I saw that, like, they're really put because every time I log into Amazon, a little thing pops up. And I think they even wrap their trucks. Like, the Amazon Prime trucks are wrapped in this game of, not Game of Thrones, what is it? Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings that thing. <clears throat> they spent a billion plus dollars on the se- first season. They say the first two episodes cost them $280 million to make. Oh, my gosh. That's what uh, Cardi B made. Was, was, I saw one of those girls made Cardi B or what's the other one? Black, Black, Black China. China. I think they made oh, like yeah. 280 million like in 2021 on OnlyFans. It's like, what are they doing? Black China yeah. has been number one on OnlyFans for like four years now, and she's making like 20 million. Is she doing porn or is it just straight up like new? I'm assuming it's porn. I mean, she's like straight up fucking uh, making like 20 plus million a month. Wasn't she one of the Kardashian? Wasn't she like the brother's girl or something? Yeah. 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 I think I have a kid. Rob, Rob, right? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's like he's like the forgotten Kardashian because nobody ever <laughs> talks about him. And I would, like, didn't he gain a bunch of weight? Yeah, but he lost a bunch of it too. But he's kind of like yo yo's a little bit. I don't know what he currently looks like because I don't watch the show anymore. I don't even think he's on the show because he was hardly on the, like the last couple. Did they put Caitlyn on this season, or is she not on it either? Who? Caitlyn. Oh, I don't know. I I don't I don't watch it. <laughs> I forgot that's Bruce's new name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Who? Yeah, I was like, who? What the fuck are you talking about? Well, I saw I saw Caitlin on like a podcast with those no boys. So that's how I knew about them. But, I feel like there was I seen a clip of of, of that that Caitlin was on there. Hmm. I mean, why would you not add more drama to the to the fire? 
I mean, of course. I don't know. But, oh, so where can everybody find you online? Carly Gets Gnarly. C-A-R-L-E-E-G-N-A-R-L-E-E. So, gnarly, that way. But Carly Gets Gnarly, and that's a, every platform from uh, uh, Instagram to TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. Carly Gets Gnarly. And what do you post on your YouTube channel? Uh, I've been trying to be more consistent, uh, but I've, I've done a little bit of uh, from exercise stuff to vlog stuff, whatever. I really try to like, uh, you know, whoever wants to view my stuff, I always like do Q&As like to ask, hey, you know, what do you want to see? What is there something that, you know, the answer to a question that you want? And so it really just depends, but that's kind of what I do. Like I'll, I, I recorded uh, a few weeks ago one of my gym sessions of my deadlift sessions. Mm-hmm. So just kind of different. I try to mix it up, but it's kind of hard when you have other social medias, you know, blasting too. So. And my last question: Like, do you have like a particular comment or like person that DM'd you that stuck out in your head as far as like something that you've been posting that changed their life for the better? Um, I, I, what's crazy is I get a lot of those. Um, I get a lot of people that do that. Like, uh, had somebody message me yesterday, actually, uh, I'm gonna pull it up cause it was really, really good. But she said, uh, good morning. Just updating you that they're 73 pounds down. Mm. Um, and they joined the fire department as a volunteer firefighter. And, uh, she said, they're going to help me work off the rest. But like stuff like that, you know, you know, I started because of you or I, I got going just from your motivation and stuff like that. It's like, oh, man, that's amazing. You know, yeah. I'm just a person you're putting in this work. Yeah, like I some of the stuff that I've seen online can really shift your brain, good or bad. And like seeing positive stuff like what you're doing and that person's testimony to that is a beautiful thing. And I wish that more people could experience that, like have either something good said about them or they see something and it changed their life for the better because of the content that you put out there. So for sure. more power to you to keep doing that. And uh, oh, and I always got to thank people too. thank you for responding to his <laughs> DM because I didn't think about this when I told him I was like, man, you got to do something like I said, go start finding people for the podcast. And he's like, okay. And so, like, he was like DMing people. And then one of the girls we had on, she's like a bodybuilder. And she's like, yeah, you normally don't answer like the secondary box because it's like a lot of weirdos and dick pics and shit in there. <laughs> and I was like, shit, I never even thought about that. Like, there's stuff like there as a man you don't think about, you know? Uh, yeah, for sure. And uh, so I appreciate you, one, actually being encouraged to open up his DM and responding <laughs> and then doing the podcast. Today. Is it a dick pic or is yeah. it something legit? Is it a dick pic? Like flipping a coin. Okay. It's legit. And I wonder where are these people like, what is your, what is your mindset to think that like somebody's going to love your dick that much that you're going to send it? I, a DM? Listen, I have no idea. Like, and a lot of times, like, cause I, I do the same thing. I don't ever, I, I don't ever look in the other box. Um, 
but sometimes I will, like if one of my videos has like hit super like out there, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like just because I want to help people, like that's a thing. And so obviously I can't answer every DM, but if I can, I'll try. Yeah. And so I'll go through and look and that's like usually when I see that. And so, uh, I was like, Oh, that'd be cool. Heck yeah. I'm always willing for that. And like these dick pic guys are ruining possible potential people. Like, like say some sponsor one to find you and you decide to just delete all the messages because you're inundated with dick pics. <laughs> like guys, please stop sending dick pics, man. Yes, please. Like it's very rapey. Like just yeah. cut it out. Like I, I don't think these women want to sleep with you because you're dick. Yeah, let's just yeah no. no start problem. out with a high. Let's let's start there. <laughs> high. <laughs> high. Period. 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 Here's a dick pic. Oh man, <laughs> I just I don't get it, man. I don't understand it. But like I said, I appreciate you and thank you for taking your time out of your day for doing this. And we really appreciate no it. No problem. I appreciate you guys. Uh, it's been fun. Made things way easy. And then we'll do an update maybe, and we'll see if the belt's still alive or not. The bell is one hundred percent gonna be alive. I'm a, I'm on this, need on this, update. What now? She I'm said you update, update after that. Yeah, unless he gets mad and just tears it, it's gonna be around forever. <laughs> I mean, that's kind there's of a sad. very good possibility. It's kind of sad, <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate you. Have a good. Uh, oh, it's a holiday weekend. I forgot. Enjoy your uh, Labor Day weekend. Well, you guys too. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. Y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.